Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Michael Wagster is a Manitoba high school teacher and author of What's Wrong with Our Schools and How We Can Fix Them. His Winnipeg Sun op-ed is titled Anti-Parental uh, Rhetoric. See, I've got this right. What, what's it called, Michael? Uh, anti-parental rights rhetoric undermines public education was the name of the op-ed. Okay. Have you heard that grizzly joke? I, I haven't, although I've certainly heard reference to poking the bear, and uh, that's what we love about your show, so keep doing it. Well, we, uh, we, we like to poke the bear. We've actually had a government minister in tears one day. I don't know how that happened. But <laughs> I'm supposed to feel bad. Um, Michael, tell us about uh, about... Uh, your perspective, you're a high school teacher. Uh, what's your perspective on this particular effort by Blaine Higgs and Scott Moe? They've both have been on this program in the last two weeks, Mr. Moe, today. And how much of a role is it playing in the debate leading up to next Tuesday's Manitoba election? Well, I, I certainly agree with the position that uh, both Premier Higgs and Premier Moe have taken. Uh, it's common sense that uh, as teachers we should communicate with parents, and uh, we're supposed to contact parents uh, about academics, about field trips, about uh, things that are very minor. Of course, we should contact them if there's uh, if if if, uh, if a young child is wanting to use a different gender identity or pronouns or a different name. Uh, parents should always be involved. That should be the default. And so uh, that is certainly I fully agree with their position. And uh, it's become an issue in the Manitoba election because uh, Premier Heather Stephenson, who's running for re-election, uh, has made parental rights a key part of the. Uh, uh, of her party's platform. And so, of course, there's been a lot of comparisons being made to the debates in Manitoba uh, with what's happening in New Brunswick and Saskatchewan. Michael, what would you do in the classroom if you had a student who said, look, I want to change my pronoun, I want to change my gender identity, but please don't tell my parents because they're going to put me through hell if they find out? Well, again, there's there's a few things to consider here. I mean, first of all, the default is that, and something I've always made clear to students is that you know, we, we communicate with home. I mean, obviously, if I have a student who's behind on work and they say, you know, don't tell my home, well, I'm, I'm going to be contacting home. Now, if there's a genuinely a case where there's a potential of, of abuse and that sort of thing, uh, teachers have always been obligated to report that to Child and Family Services. That has never changed. And so I know that with both, uh, in both New Brunswick and Saskatchewan, with their new policies, uh, they already have it addressed in there that if there are possible safety concerns at home, and such, then uh, uh, then the child is referred to uh, a psychologist or someone else within the school system, an expert uh, who can come up with a plan to uh, to find out a proper way to inform home and so, so it's done safely. And so, obviously, it depends on the context and the situation. But uh, um, the default setting. This is the thing here about policies is that policies should deal with whatever the default is, and the norm should always be. Uh, that parents receive information about their children. That's the norm, and that's what we make policies around. Yeah, I received an email after a conversation last week saying, parents don't have any rights. Children don't belong to parents. My response was, parents, the vast majority, love their kids, do anything for them, and uh, should know what their kids are doing. And, uh, and if there is an issue, if there's a concern, if there's fear of the parents, there are processes and organizations in place to address that. Now, I understand that things can uh, slip through the cracks, but uh, you've just explained to us uh, how that would work. What is there a, 
what's the word, diminution of, uh, I try to impress people like teachers with the words I know. Is there a diminution of respect for parent, parental rights? Well, is that a word? Is, did I choose, I, did I, I choose a real yeah. word? Uh, parental rights is a real word, and of course there is such a thing as parental <laughs> rights. And when they use the opposition here, when, when, you, when critics use phrases such as there's no such thing as parental rights, then uh, that's why public opinion polls show just an overwhelming majority of people that say, of course parents should be informed on these sorts of things. And so uh, you're really in the fringe minority, if I could put it bluntly, if you're claiming that there's no such thing as parental rights. I, a vast majority of parents would beg to differ. Uh, no, it was diminution. Is that a word? Oh, uh, it is. Uh, it's not one I use very often. So, uh, but yes, I'm pretty sure that's an actual word. So there you go. Yeah, I, I think it is too. <laughs> how do you think this is going to play out ultimately? How does this, how does this move forward? Because you have the premier of Saskatchewan saying, we're going to recall the legislature because a court in Regina ruled, um, applied an injunction against the policy. So now the premier's turning it into a law and he's served notice that any court, any judge who decides to um, uh, stop the, uh, the legislation or declare it, uh, you know, uh, unacceptable, that he's going to use the notwithstanding clause to override the court. So how does this all end? Is, is this going to be province by province? Well, it, 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 it is province by province because education is under provincial jurisdiction. Yeah, and yeah. so it, it this is particular going to be, policy, uh, it's going is to this policy Is this policy just going to make its way across the country province by province? Well, it depends what each provincial government chooses to do. And I think a lot of people are watching uh, New Brunswick and Saskatchewan very closely right now. Um, I will just add that the notwithstanding clause is a legitimate part of the Constitution. It was put in there in 1982. It was part of the compromise that uh, premiers at the time insisted upon. And uh, it's there specifically for situations where if the elected legislature feels that a court ruling, um, if they disagree with that, they have the ability to temporarily override that. And so that is, it's just as legitimate part, a part of the Constitution as any other part of the Charter. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.